The Nintendo Shack. The Nintendo Shack is back. I am Jason, joined by King Koopa himself, Donnie Reese. Welcome to the Nintendo Shack, episode six, I believe, proper. I'm back from my... See, Donnie was gracious enough to give me a little vacation to Woohoo Island, and I have returned, and I am back on the Shack to lead us to the glory of the Nintendo land. Donnie Reese, how are you today, my friend? Greetings, Kooplings. Doing well, Jason. It's glad to have you back. Old Flux back in the Shack. It's good times. Yeah, you, you did well in my in my absence. I enjoyed... Uh, do you think so? I think so. I think you do a fine job hosting. I know you were saying that I'm not as good as Jason and Kevin, you know, but I think you do just fine. I think you do just fine. You have you have a voice and face for podcasting, my friend. <laughs> I'm glad we had so many um, diehard, hardcore Nintendo fans on the show. Folks that have never played a Xenoblade <laughs> game, <and laughs> never had a Wii U, and didn't get a 3DS, and never used Miiverse. It was a great no, no, no. They did they did a great job. I, I actually thought that was fun. Thanks a little bit. Now I I also wouldn't be able to add to the Xenoblade conversation, but mm. at least I'm fam- somewhat familiar. Somewhat, I do I do think I'm going to jump in in 2018 maybe with that game. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, I'm I, I'm slightly interested. I don't. I mean, I don't think there's any. There's never any shame, and you never. Well, you never miss out by waiting to play a game, except that you miss out on the conversation. That's the only thing yeah. you miss out on is you miss on the initial wave of enthusiasm. But yep. other than that, you always benefit by waiting. You always get it cheaper and all that. I mean, it's, there's a lot of benefits in waiting. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I like that. I like. I like saving money. Who doesn't mm-hmm. like saving money? Apparently, I don't. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Donnie, Donnie, you're the master flipper and the master like credit hoarder, accumulator, generator. Oh man, I just dropped so, so much today, and we'll do it again tomorrow. So I, I much saw fun. your I saw your download queue. I believe it. <laughs> but Black Friday is upon in your us. Position, I would do the same thing. Nice. So, you know, I can't uh, I can't complain. So, again, welcome to Play Some Video Games Nintendo Shack. Proud, a proud member of the Play Some Video Games podcast network, pretty much that we have now. PlaySomeVideoGames.com. This is our Nintendo focus show that we it's our it's our main product of love here at PSVG. So let's just let's go. Let's go. Let's let's ride the wave. Now we're kind of we're kind of in a little bit of what feels like some calm before storm. We just had, you know, we've Mario Odyssey's release to applause and heralds and the heavens opening themselves and mm-hmm. dropping platforming gold. And now everything's come down and we have some calm. We're getting into the holidays and we've got what Xenoblade comes out. What remind me, what's the release date on that? I think it's December second. So we I December, think it's so December second or December so no, first week December. No major releases. We've had a like a it's plethora of, of indie hits and Skyrim's coming out. We've had a plethora of indies dropping with well, not even indies. I should say uh, now I can say third parties. I mean, we've had Doom, Doom's hit. We've had LA Noir just come out. Rocket League just released. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what let's let's talk about that for a little bit because that uh, I don't what is this, Rocket League a couple years old now, I believe. Just released now on the eShop, previously on PC, and it's been on Xbox One and it's been on PS4, and now we have it on the Switch. Yep. And Donnie, you have it. I do. I have it. I've played. I've played a bit, and I realized that I am not good at Rocket League at all. <laughs> Rocket League is is an amazing game because I think it's immediately anyone can pick it up, but then there is a there is like a a skill mastery of that that is just just up there because the stuff that like seasoned players can pull off crazy in my mindset, but. I've been enjoying playing around with it. It has cross-play right out, working beautifully. I Immediately after I got it, I jumped into a private game with Lucas on PC. I was on the Switch. Played great that night, um, that first night. Josh hopped on, and we had some private lobbies going on with the, the, the three of us for a bit. Haven't had any issues there. What I have seen, um, I believe on Psyonix's blog, they're working on a... A cross play, excuse me, a party system irrelevant of platform. So right now, the only way you can play with someone that's on PC or on Xbox or is if you do a private lobby. I mean, that's otherwise it. you'll randomly get ma- matched up with people in matchmaking. But if you do a private lobby, you can have people join. 
But I guess they're working on a system that instead of using the networks of the individual platforms ecosystem, you use like basically a, a psionics account. And so you'll be able to party up with people regardless of platform. And I think that's really cool because I would definitely use that feature a lot because um, sometimes you just don't want to, you know, do a random party game. You want to group up and play, play with your friends. Yeah. yeah. So um, I had, I have had played Rocket League briefly on PC. Was this is your was this your first time playing it, or had you played it on PlayStation Xbox 4. or PS4? It came free to oh, PlayStation like, Plus. Yeah, they had yep. a, that's yep. right. That's how it kind of got to really got all that good press. They had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, had it lives. I mean, had it, uh, had it free. What do you, we had a little, we had a little chat about it. Um, I think I forget how good like rocket league actually looks when it has more horsepower behind it. Sure. Because I've only played it. I haven't played it docked yet. I've only played it handheld mm. and you can definitely tell, I mean, it's definitely a dumbed down visually experience. I mean, the textures are pretty bland. The resolution is, Obviously, a lot smaller, but the important thing is, I think the the frame rate, the experience, the gameplay itself is Rocket League, and I think that's that's the essence of this game that they had to port over to the Switch. Yeah, when um when the reviews and previews started to hit for the game, you know there was a lot of uh you know Rocket League has a variable resolution and it can dip yeah. down to like five hundred something p you know at times, and I was like, oh. You know, I'm driving that 4K wagon. I'm like, oh man, 500. <laughs> we're we're getting in Wii U yeah. gamepad territory over here. Um, I can gladly say that the game looks fine. I mean, it yeah. it looks good enough. Um, it definitely has what I would call that 3DS like hard edging, hard bordering. I mm-hmm. think they do that to like hide the jaggedness. It's like when you try to get real fine with like a circle, it looks jaggy. But if you did that bold outline, you can kind of like cover it up. I don't know. That's just my, I have no idea if that means anything. It's just kind of what, you know what I'm talking about? Like that Smash Brothers, like 3DS, that Hyrule Warriors, you know, like all the characters and stuff kind of have like this bold, like a comic book yeah. almost. I, I definitely see some of that around the ball, around the cars. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely not... see like a, a bit of a white aura around the ball too, which is beneficial mm-hmm. because it just helps you locate it and everything. But because I, I've, I find that specifically playing on handheld like when the ball is on like the opposite side of the field i can't see it sure. it's just like it's the screen's too small and i'm sure if once i like i'll probably play a couple matches after we're done with the show tonight just to test it um in docked but um i'm surprised like how well i've uh i've enjoyed the experience you know well, it's i said it nicely. when it was announced but, but like Rocket League's going to be perfect on Switch, and I, I, I mean, yep. it's a portable game. Like that game is built for yep. a portable platform. Like playing, yep. you know, I love Blast Ball. It's like the same game, it's just with cars instead of blasters. And you know, I told my son, I was like, um, I was like, you're going to love this game. It's called Rocket League, and apparently, he plays like some mobile game that's like pixel, like 3D Minecraft block. But apparently, they have like a Rocket League pack in or something because he was like, I've played Rocket League, and I was like, really? And he, I was like, explain to me. He's like, on my friend's phone at school, and I put it up on the screen. He was like. It doesn't look like that. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, and I told him, I was like, you, you know, I was like, you're going to love this game. I was like, it's like Blast Ball, but with cars. And he told me, he looked at me yeah. after he played his first match. He's like, it's not like Blast Ball at like cars. He's like, Dad, it's like Forza, but soccer. I'm like, we're saying the same thing, but sure, whatever. <laughs> um, he and I played it last night. We played it for like two and a half hours, just him and I. I haven't went online yet. I've just been playing it locally with him, trying to show him the ropes. You're right about the... I wouldn't call it hard. It's not a hard game. You totally have a lot of fun playing the game. It's like Splatoon, right? Anybody can play Splatoon. Yeah. You grab a roller and go play. Uh, but if you want to be really good at it, there's definitely you know some experience and some tactics that you can learn to get really, really good at it. It's a great professional game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, having played it docked, I can tell you that docked, it looks great. It looks fantastic. It's really crisp. Uh, the upscale is fantastic. Not that the downscale on the on the Switch's small screen looks good. Totally, totally playable. I want to make sure that we don't give off the negative impression. I'm really positively impressed. Mm-hmm. It. Um, I forgot just how much fun it was to like go shoot up the wall and then somersault off of it and like come all the way down <laughs> yeah. and like do a U-turn yeah. and fly away. I mean, it, the 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 mechanic, not even the mechanics, but the physics of that game is is really the, like what stands apart and shines. It makes it fun to yeah. play. So. Yep. I uh I had like I've been trying to work on my aerials. So today mm-hmm. I like I was playing around and I I probably from somewhere around like maybe half center field or a little bit closer to the goal, I launched myself through the air 
and I hit the ball af- after it came off the wall from midair and then drove it <laughs> down. And actually, and I was like, I was in like the corner a little bit and I scored the goal. I was like, oh my God, yes. And then I was like, how do I save the replay? How do I save the replay? And I couldn't figure out how to save the replay and I, I lost it. I was going to ask, there's no, a, there's no, the recording no isn't up yet. My, well, they don't have the recording feature, but there is like, because there's a feature inside the game. If you go to the menus, there's a way to view your save replay. So there's some way inside of the game that inside inside of itself, it, it'll save your your replays and things like that. And I gotcha. Could, I, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't do it. Did you get uh, the Samus car? So I, I haven't I, got that one yet. I have the Samus car. Cool. Yep. I don't have any. I, did, I, I have a feeling at some point I'm probably going to have to buy the DeLorean because mm. it's the freaking DeLorean. But I, I don't have any DLC. Can we buy a way to make the PSVG logo a flag in the game? Like that was like we gotta we gotta talk to them and see if we can't get in on this one. <laughs> no, sponsored, um, Rocket League sponsor. I, I yeah. would say that with this Doom, Skyrim, like all of these games that are making their way over, I am more convinced. And I mentioned some of this in our Discord chat, by the way. I am more convinced than ever that at, at this point in time, at this point in technology video gaming that anything can run on anything if you want it to like if, if a developer wants to put something on switch mm-hmm. i don't think there's a game that can't run on switch you know like we we talked about that when it was the nx and we were like well you know you know we can't run that game that game won't run on here the, the switch will run any game you may yeah. have to tone some things down and turn off some it, shaders wait, and wait, stuff it but... won't it won't run rhyme <laughs> It will not run well, Rhyme. In in that defense, Rhyme didn't run on anything. All right, <laughs> like Rhyme wasn't running well on anything. The most powerful PC apparently couldn't run Rhyme well. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm really excited. It's it's exciting to see what the future might be for more games to follow this path um, over to Switch and specifically for Rocket League. I think it might give Rocket League like a second, you know, breath of life. Um, not that, you know, Rocket League doesn't have a base. There's current, you know, there's absolutely a base yeah. of, but I got to think that like anybody out there that loves to play Rocket League, like if that's like one of their favorite games, I honestly think that buying a Switch just to have it, that option in a portable setting is maybe enticing. Like it, it very well could be a system seller to that Rocket League fan. You know, and maybe he plays mm. most of the time, or she, maybe he or she plays most of the time on PlayStation or uh, PC or Xbox. But if you loved Rocket League, if you're just like, Rocket League's my favorite game, you got to have a Switch. Like, you've got to have access to that game at all times. Like, it's just, it's, that portability is such a huge selling factor. Again, coming back to what we've always said the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it's such a huge selling factor. Yep, yep. And I think what's nice about Rocket League that we'll see is maybe we have... Um, it's another accessible multiplayer title, mm-hmm. and then we can get some more, you know, community nights. Or I just see, especially with the the cross play, we can get more people that, you know, aren't in the Nintendo ecosystem. We can have people from everything playing together, and I think that's what's a great appeal about that. And I think we'll have, um, I think we'll have a lot of fun yep. with that. So, plus matches are short. I mean, what it's five minutes, so you can get in, get out, get a few done, and that's move why it's on, perfect so. on Switch. I played yesterday. Yep. I mean, not yesterday. Oh, God, it feels like yesterday. I played earlier today on my lunch break. <laughs> I pulled the Switch <laughs> out and played a quick uh, local match, and I'm trying to get my, my Rocket League legs back under me. Like, I'm the first time I played a match, I tried to go score a goal and just went right past the ball, and I was like, oof, you got to – I I'm, I might need to do the tutorials again or something. I don't know. <laughs> the best feeling is if the ball's coming right at your net, and you're like, oh, I got this, I got this, and you miss it, and it goes into your net, and you're just like, <sighs> Today I had one where it was overtime, like – Oh, I got to help my team. I got to race back there, and I knocked the ball into our goal. Uh, you get over aggressive in overtime. Mm-hmm. Thanks to me. So, Rocket League, pick it up if you haven't. I really enjoy it. Twenty bucks, I believe, and uh, yeah, that's good. It's good fun. It's good fun. Fun fun. I give it. I give it. I give it a lot of fun. <laughs> Shack thumbs up. Yeah. Shack <laughs> thumbs up. Moving on, we've had uh, the Game Awards nominees were released prior this week and i don't want to spend a lot of time on here because there's a lot to go through here but donnie i've listed out everything here that that. nintendo was nominated in and um obviously i think we thought we kind of expected breath of the wild and odyssey game of the year um as well as what uh score best scored music best game direction uh numerous other things i don't know what uh I'm not going to make predictions on 
on what I think it deserves or what I think wins. Um, here's the f- interesting thing. You know, Nintendo dominates the best handheld entry. <laughs> I love that category, best handheld. They don't include the Switch at all in that category. Yeah, it's just so the 3DS. Like, you know, the Switch is a handheld and it's a console, but... I feel like they're, I don't know. you know, all right, so the thing that I wanted to ask you here, more than just talking about this stuff, Jay's Place Game says Danganronpa, Game of the Year, again. Hi, <laughs> uh, Jay. that drum for a long time. I wanted to ask you, do you, are you, do you do the Game Awards? Are you, like, are you into the Game Awards? Because I'm not. I haven't been. I, you know, like, when they first existed, I was, like, excited, and then I was like, ah, Jeff Keighley, and then I thought, you know, who, how has this decided, and I kind of didn't pay any attention to him and i think last year i think i actually watched some of it hmm. so it's i i go either way because like personally i don't care about it so much but then i feel like you know being involved in not so much with flux to because we don't we literally do solely focus on games but i feel like now being a part of psvg and stuff i at least should i got be you more aware I get that. of it that makes sense you know i i so to reiterate i like the idea of the game awards i think we should have a game awards something i think it's good for the industry and the genre i've never been a big fan of the presentation of the game awards and i like jeff Keeley. i always wish that he would continue his game slice podcast i'm like i'm actually a big fan of him and his access and his take on games i like him personally the game awards as he runs it the game awards that we've known that's associated with this it's just a marketing show every category like has its own award you know, like they basically get everybody an award. It's like this big marketing push where there's a bunch of commercials. And I, I've always just felt like it's a ever not to, to be cliche. Everybody gets a trophy. But I mean, really, the game awards like they take like the 30 best games a year and they make sure that every one of them gets something, you know, like the year that like best sports game went to Mario Kart. You know, like, because now yeah. it's best sports and racing game. The reason they did that is because Nintendo at that point in time didn't have anything in the actual, you know, in the other category, like this handheld award. That's totally just to get a 3DS game on the on the show. You know, like, <laughs> it's that type of stuff that yeah. I'm like, ugh. It, it doesn't feel credible in a way. that Like, there are certain mm-hmm. games, like, in my opinion, I won't say this year, but in other years, there are certain games that I would have been like, they're, that game's going to sweep all of them. This game is better than all these other games, and it's going to get eight awards. But that never happens. Like, you may get one game that wins two or three. Maybe it should have won ten, but they, like, because you won game of the year, we're going to give this one best art direction. And because this one of this art direction, we'll give the one that missed out on those two best music direction. And that type of stuff, I'm just like, eh. It's cool that they've got some fun moments, though. Um, yeah. I love the Koji Kondo performance and you know obviously i think you and i were chatting at the time but i stayed up late to watch that zelda reveal because we like we were mm-hmm. we knew it was happening i was like oh, i gotta yeah. go see the zelda thing so yeah um and just a reply to jason or to jace uh zelda breath of the wild is a game of the year this year and i can't wait to tell you all the reasons why when we do our own internal game of the year stuff but until further notice that's that's it that's the game but you know um I think I've taken the approach now that I will I, – I don't think I'll watch the Game Awards. What I think is I'll pay attention to, like, Twitter. I'll let Jace tell me, like, what wins categories and whatnot as he tweets out his uh, snarky remarks after every presentation. And then if they have something really cool like a Koji Kondo or something that hops up on stage or Koizuma comes around and drops game or something, I'll go check it out on YouTube or a GIF yeah. or something. But I don't, I don't think I can sit there – and watch three hours of just media marketing. I don't know how long it is, but I just feel like Uh, in the past it's, like, really long. I can't can't just sit there and watch trailer. It's like a Super Bowl halftime show that never ends. It's just, like, commercial after commercial after commercial. Be like that beginning of the Switch reveal all over again. (laughs) Exactly. So, it's cool. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, uh, it's cool to see some things, you know, like ARMS got, you know, nominated for Best Fighting Game and see Golf Star. Story nominated best, best debut indie. Debut indie. What a what a category. This is ridiculous. I mean, they're not good. They're not, not going to win it, but it's cool to see them nominated. I think it's ridiculous that they have that as a category. It's not best indie. <laughs> got, it's best new indie. Like, what does that mean? Now, because we've got so many. Well, best debut from a studio. I'm guessing or not. It can't be from a, a oh, series, God. but I guess it's because you know they've got. Don't more they quality like a, coming from your studios, I guess. Isn't there like a most hype award or like most anticipated award? Probably. We're going to award a game that has not even come out with an award. Golden Turd Award. It's like your game hasn't come out. Here you go. 
that should what that should be what Player Unknown Battlegrounds gets because I don't know how you can nominate that when it's for not game of the fully, year and it's not when it's not technically fully released yet. <laughs> I don't. I I know there's many other people that have already made that opinion, but sure. That's the stuff. All of that, all of that conjecture that we just went through. That's the stuff that I'm just like, is it really an award show? Like, does it mean anything? You know, like in 50 years, is anybody gonna be like? Breath of the Wild was amazing. You remember that year it just cleaned up at the Game Awards? You know, it's not like, you know, a bunch of Oscars or something. Like, it's you know, it's never going to go into the stat sheet. So does, does it count? Yeah. I don't think it counts. I don't think it counts. Yeah. I don't think it counts. Well, here, here's here's something that will count for you, Donnie. Fox Boy has been teased mm. in the Nintendo Switch. And if it wasn't for you, I never would have played Box Boy. You've been like, you bang the Box Boy drum regularly around the psvg world it wasn't until you just said this as i scrolled down our notes that i remembered that this was on here but you're right no box boy was totally teased there was a it's in famitsu there was a a a graphic we retweeted it it was all in japanese um i retweeted it like as soon as it came out because i was super uh, oh dude i was super excited i'm trying to stop saying i'm a huge fan of because apparently Tyler was like, I hate when everybody says I'm a huge fan of. So it's something I've taken to, to heart. So now I'm going to say I'm a super fan of. Wait, wait. <laughs> you don't say that anymore? You don't say SNES anymore? I, got, I don't know. Yeah. Who, this is not Donnie Reese. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This, this isn't real life. But you're right. Not I have, real life. I have been a major proponent and, and, and fan and soothsayer for the game Box Boy. I played them all. I beat them all. Um, I have all of them on my little 3DS. I have the theme the theme, which we have on our YouTube channel, there's a Box Boy anniversary theme, and it's great. I love it. You have um, an Amiibo. There is an Amiibo, and I have an Amiibo card for it. Uh, it's fantastic. But I just think it's uh, if they keep to the if they keep to the formula they've had, it's the best game you can buy for five dollars. I firmly believe that the games have all come out. They've all been four ninety nine, and you get this great puzzle platformer with this monochromatic black and white art style. And the last one, Box Boy 3 or Bye Bye Box Boy, whatever they called it, um, they, they they added some color and some twist to it. Um, but it's this great little puzzle element where you control a cube and he can turn into other cubes and you've got these various ways of cubing your way around. But what makes it harder is there's these trophies to get along the way. It's a very simple approach. But I got to tell you, man, there have t- been times where I have been stumped trying to beat a box boy game and I've had to go YouTube. Like I'm like, Oh, I, I don't understand what it is I need to do from here. And I always feel like an idiot when I see the solution. I'm like, Oh, I should have known, but uh, it's really, it's inventive. And again, the best, best game you can buy for $5. It's it, <laughs> every one of them is a lot of game. <laughs> you know, it's not like 10 levels. It's like 80 levels. You know, there's usually yeah. like uh, five to seven are to there, eight worlds there, and too, right. Yep, and there's like challenges. The challenge there's costumes and things you can unlock, yep. and they use amiibo. I'm really, really hoping because Box Boy, like the whole Box Boy craze, didn't come at the end of 3DS, but like towards its latter end of its long life. And yeah. I really hope that that whole Famitsu Box Boy Switch tease, I would prefer if it literally was just a Box Boy collection. Here are the first three Box Boy games for Switch. It should be an easy port, right? And give a little a little uptick in resolution, but like you don't have to retexture the game or anything. If they mm-hmm. did that, I would say that they'll probably do it for fourteen ninety nine. I would love it even more though if they did it for five dollars. I think it'd be amazing if they hit you. Gonna... Box Boy one through three, four ninety nine. I think I'd just I'd be so excited. Uh, I'd I'd replay them all for four. Uh, it's gonna be Box Boy Maker. Oh, don't you do make that. your own Box Boy. Though. I don't. know. <laughs> You just found the way to ruin my excitement. I was building and building. I'm getting more excited than playing box. I'm thinking about it in my head, like how good it'll look on a big screen, like high resolution, how like just crisp it could look. It's so simple. And, I just and you're just like, down. box boy maker. I'm going to play Sean Capri's box boy levels. And you're just like, oh, you just ruined my <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm really excited. Yeah, I, I get, and I can hear the music in my head when you beat the level. When you're jumping around. Yep. I love the music in that game. It's good music. Good music. Um, Arms had an update. Just released. I, some people are still playing Arms. I actually played Arms this week. <laughs> Did somebody you really? You still served, have yeah, it? Somebody, somebody in one of my discords. I have it digitally, so yes, I, I still have it. One, somebody in my discord, one of my discord channels, like, yeah, I want to play uh, Arms. Do you want to play? I was like, okay, I haven't played it since. I don't even remember. So I had to update it first just to get into it. And are you still a playing boss? around? I'm rusty. Okay. I'm rusty. I only lost one match. I won every other time, but you hear that, my Bobby? First, my first That's victory, your chance. My first victory was perfect. I'm just gonna say that, though. Nice. I'm just gonna say that. 
I haven't. Well, this is probably the reason why I haven't played um, Arms too much because I, you know, I was playing the ranked mode so much, and I would want to jump back into that. But then it's knowing I definitely can't play at the level that I left off at, so mm-hmm. it's like um, a little intimidating to try to jump back into that. But. I would love that as like a YouTube Anywho. series, like Jason a year YouTube. later hops into arms and <laughs> a year later. I'm going to, I made a Smurf account. I'm going to, going to rain down on these noobs. Nice. Um, no, they had an update, a uh, new fighter. I can't remember his name, but it's like, he's like kind of Mayan inspired. has like this jungle motif. So obviously got a new arena based on that. I don't remember if they did anything else significant beyond that we already got like their their badges which are essentially you know achievements for the game but one thing i'll say about arms that i forget um with the game is that it's uh the music in that that game it's has good. some of the yeah. best friggin music mm-hmm. that music is hype no i, just, I, I love the music i love the menus i love the design um yeah it was nice the online system was great little lobbies that they had for the, the the casual mode was cool you could jump in and out and you match you up into other game modes and against other players that was a cool feature well and i would say um you know hats off to nintendo oh, that is good stuff yeah. hats off to nintendo they said they were going to support it and they are um i wouldn't <laughs> i would only, yeah. i would move on other things but uh they are um you yeah. know it was cool it was i think yeah i'm fairly certain at least for me i don't speak to everybody else but i think it's probably rings true we were so starved for content at Switch's launch that we wanted to latch on anything. And it was cool. ARMS not a bad game at all. It was fun to check in, kind of see what it was. At least for me, like I got in, got to see what it was. That demo went a long way because I played the demo and I was like, this is fun. Um, so I bought the game. I will make the distinction. I beat you. I have the distinction of being one of the folks I beat Jason Lacey at ARMS once. <laughs> and... Um, it was cool, and I played it, and my kids and I played it, and we played it online, and you know we probably spent you know maybe two weeks with it, like really, like full on. That's the game we're playing, and then they kind of died off, and then I kind of died off, and I was like, well, it's, you know, it's, there are other games coming, and it's time to move on. I, I can't ever imagine me going back. Yeah, I don't. They'd have to Everyone's really like, like they'd have to have a huge update, yeah. not like a character, like a huge update, you know? Yeah. So what they've added since that game came out, what they added Max Brass, the Lola Pop or whatever. Mm-hmm. We got that weird evil spring man. And now the silver, we've added what four characters technically. And then, you know, some new arms, some new stages, but it's, yeah, it's it, like you said, it's cool to see it still supported. I don't, we always wonder, does arms have legs? We don't know. We don't know. I don't think so. Uh, sidebar, Matt and I asked in the chat, what team we all picked for Splatfest? Because that is coming up this weekend. We have a Splatfest play fantasy stream. Versus Team Sci-Fi. Donnie has already announced that he did go Team Fantasy. I will be missing this Splatfest because I have a family Thanksgiving um, get-together on the other side of the state on Sunday. So we were actually heading over there tomorrow night. We're staying at my in-laws, and then we're going actually staying overnight over there with the little guy. So I'll be – I could. I mean, I'll have my Switch with me, but I, I hate playing Splatoon in handheld. I got you. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, so I'll, I'll just pick a team and get my free – Sure. Uh, sea urchin or sea snails, but uh, okay. Here's the funny thing: because I immediately I was like Star Wars, I gotta go to Team Sci-Fi. And then I got caught up in these two a lot of debates and way too much conversation on this. And apparently, Star Wars is technically a space fantasy, and it kept going. It's more fantasy than sci-fi. And I started doing all this research. Yeah, I agree and I was with like, okay, I think it is. More I agree with this point because just because it's set in a sci-fi There's or like space Wookies experience, and stuff. the <laughs> themes and the story fit the fantasy motif because you could take star wars the story of star wars you could remove it from the sci-fi backdrop and you can still have the story mm-hmm. i was like okay so i am also team fantasy Ooh, look there. Officially, i'm not officially team fantasy oh uh, well so unfortunately for you as i discovered the last time we talked about this i don't think i've ever been on a winning splat team so <laughs> i think that goes i think i am i think i'm two and i'm i mean i've either how many have we had this is our fourth one yeah, that no. sounds right. So we had, we've had the Halloween one, and then we had, uh, I don't even remember them all. I think this is the fourth one, though. So I think I'm think I'm two and one. I think I've won two, lost one. I want to reiterate. I, I the plan is for to stream. I did tell the kids about. it. I showed it to them. Like we like they, they're going to pick a team. However, there could be a wrench thrown into here, and that is the not the Thanksgiving that you're talking about in terms of your plans that day, but my kids are off next week, like out of school. 
And the in-laws are like, do you want us to come take the kids Saturday and just keep them all week? And I'm like, the answer to that question is always yes. (laughs) Exactly. The answer to that question is always yes. It doesn't matter. It's always yes. So I was like if they leave i may not you know right? so like if i don't stream it's yeah. because the kids aren't around <laughs> yeah can i reference that kind of harkens back to ray if someone asks you if you're a god you say yes <laughs> <laughs> so if they leave then i won't i won't be streaming but if they're here um the plan is for us to sit around the the little streaming setup here and uh boot up some some spot fest awesome it's what got me back into the game last time. I kind of took a break, and I've kind of taken a break again for Splatoon. But you get back in that Splatfest, you're like, oh, Splatoon's fun to I you know, pick up and week. jump into. I got in there and played some Salmon oh, Run. Nice. Yeah, and, and I was just like, you know, I wanted to get in. And I think with that game, as I've mentioned plenty of times, I love the game. I really do. As, as much as crap as I've given it, like, post-launch, I love the game. I still think it's one of – I think, again, as I said it before – I would rather somebody, brand new person to Switch and Nintendo, buy Splatoon before Odyssey. Like, because Splatoon is that good and it does something really cool. Having played it so much, though, I don't like the load times and, like, the time it takes to get in. So with that type of game, I think I play it more, like, when I have time at home versus the portability. Not because of the portability, the downgrade, or the controls. It's really because when I'm playing portable, I don't have 10 minutes to wait to get started. Like, that's the amount of time I have mm-hmm. to play the game. <laughs> like, I need a, like a like, quick launch feature. I don't have to deal with any of the uh, the banter. Between exactly. But when I'm at her. home, like on a weekend, I got nothing to do and I've got hours to wait. Yeah, I totally spend five minutes getting through everything, getting where I need to go, and then start playing the game. Um, and I did that last weekend. I sat down, played the Sam Run. It was fun. And I was just like, man. I remember telling myself, I was just like, God, this game's so good. I had to go back and, and go finish all of the – I got to do what Brian did, Caroline's husband, and go get all those golden weapons or whatever. I'm Oh, God. <laughs> You can't. You're, there's no way you're doing that. I got two of them, and it is the most mind-numbing. Yeah, there's so much experience there. of your life because you have to go through and be every single level, every with every weapon. Yeah, if no. you want them all. Yeah, probably never. So, I may maybe I'll do it with one, but it's a long-term it's switch just, goals. Like by the time the next thing comes out. <laughs> Yeah, I've always said I was going to get to max level in Splatoon to either Splatoon game, and that, I don't even that know what hasn't happened at, yet. Man. So I think I'm in the 30s. Nice. I don't know. I, I, or I was going to get in, in the S rank, and I still haven't done that. I'm still like A plus in there, all the rank modes. I just haven't played enough, you know. Uh, the last piece of news that I have, I haven't done this yet, but uh, Nintendo Life kicked out a video this week uh, entitled "How to Improve Your Switch." internet easily by changing mtu settings so i'm not familiar with uh the mtu setting so i had to do a little research on this and you know i'm not quite as tech savvy as i used to be or as many of our our listeners and viewers i surely am so if you uh, quick and quick and dirty on it is if you go into your internet settings you pull up your your wi-fi connection you pull up a connection itself go into the actual internet settings you can scroll down and there's a setting for mtu Mountain Time Universe, right? (laughs) Yes, Mountain Time Universe. Essentially what MTU allows is the the total number, like the max number of packets that your connection is going to process, essentially, when when a request is sent. So by default, it is set to 1,400, and there's there's suggestions you can edit it and bump it up to 1,500. You don't want it, like you might ask, why don't I just, why do I want 1,500? I want to just open that pipeline, you know, all the way. Now, if that's, not quite how that works because if you have if your settings too high then you're going to have like packets dropping which is going to lose to overall bad performance and your connection dropping out potentially so if you like in the video you have they like explain that if you have you know kind of poor internet anyway you're really probably not going to see an improvement but so if you had like already having a strong connection and you know a good wireless connection in your house this you know you might see an improvement not like myself when my switch i I have my switch hardwired when it's stocked. So I have, you know, Ethernet there. So I'm only playing on Wi-Fi if I'm in, you know, uh, handheld mode. But looking forward to testing out. I just usually every time I have the game turned on, I just jump into a game and uh, I forget to toggle settings. So I typically download most of my stuff overnight. It's typically what I do. Or like right now, like my Xbox is on, my download queue is on, and TV's off, and I just like let it run. Um, oh, God, you, Lord knows you got to have the Xbox go overnight. <laughs> That's right. Uh, like during Nathan's extra live stream like oh i'll just download this game and hop in with him nope it's gonna take eight hours okay <laughs> he's on fiber um 
to be honest with you, I've never really had a hard time with the download speeds on Switch. Um, they they seem reasonable. I um, they do. I have well, good. The games I have are good internet. Well compressed. So. Yeah, I don't have amazing internet, but I've got good internet. Um, I've got business class internet with Comcast here, and I have the Google Home Wi-Fi mesh network, which is one of my newer things that I've done, and I've really enjoyed having that. And that's done a lot for me because we have so many consoles and so many Roku's and so many tablets and laptops that you know my old single router would tap out, and I, I got to the point where I felt like I was restarting it every other day. But now with the Google Home Wi-Fi system. Um, I can manage all of my di- devices. I can set like priorities for which ones and whatnot. So like when I'm re- when I'm downloading Switch stuff, I just open the app on my phone and I go switch your priority for four hours, and just go to bed. <laughs> and my stuff's ready. I pick it up when I leave, and it's good to go. There you go. Perfect, Donnie. That was all the news I wanted to hit today. Do you have anything else you want to add before we? We do have some questions to get to. We tonight, do have some so. questions. Um, and the questions will look like yeah, it looks like they're going to take a lot of the um. A lot of the news, per se. Uh, I would say that today's news that came out um, just a couple hours ago was the MPD and the sales charts. And uh, Switch was the best-selling hardware. And I believe something else sold, like, super well. Maybe Odyssey was top five or something like that. But something else. Or maybe Nintendo maybe sold the most game. I don't know. There was there were bullet points that are going around Twitter. I know that Switch um, was the highest-selling hardware, and which is uh, kind of important because apparently on the month overall, like, video game sales were down like almost 20%. So the considering yeah. that all of that happened and still the Nintendo stuff is selling well is good. I mean, that's good for business, right? Not trying to do a fanboy war of who's selling the most, obviously PS4 is king and will be king for a long time. Um, but it's good. It's better than the Wii U days, right? It's good that every MPD every month doesn't come out. We don't get reminded of how terrible that console that we bought, you know, is selling because that means that more things like Rocket League and Skyrim and Wolfenstein will come to Switch if it continues to sell well. More, you know, more right. people will bring games to it. So, uh, yeah, on that front, Switch apparently is still selling really, really well. So that's good news. That is good news. That's great news, Donnie. Great news. We like that. Bring profitability and stability. The Nintendo more games, more games, more games. <laughs> All the games. Like this is my it's my dilemma. It's like I really want to play the new Colossus, but like I really want to support third parties on Switch, but I can get it really cheaper, really a lot better deal on the my on Steam or on the Xbox, and it's just like. You're gonna wait for I it do? on Switch? I can't. I'm not. Nope. I already. I, I already have it. Now, this ship has already sailed. The moment I was like, nope. Especially if I'm in the position of probably owning an Xbox One S in the coming mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's it's gamer choice, right? You're supporting video games. You have multiple consoles. You got to do what's best for you. That doesn't make you any more or less of a Nintendo fan, right? Like, there's still going to be Switch fans that buy Wolfenstein. Like, sure. that's it's not like it's just not going to sell. Uh, somebody's going to buy it. Um, but I mean, it's it's hard. It, I, and I think that's something that it's okay to put up with in year one. That's something to be harder to swallow in years two and three. You can't be six yeah. and eight months behind other releases, yeah. right? Especially if you're not going to come at a yeah. discount. So you gotta, you know, you gotta get caught up. But you know, with all that said, I'm really excited. Um, I'm excited for Wolfenstein. Yeah. I'm, after the, I'm totally getting Skyrim. I don't know if I'm probably not going to get Wolfenstein because I'm already getting it somewhere else, but I'm totally yep. getting Skyrim. I have Skyrim on my Xbox right now. Like, I can play it right now if I want to. <laughs> totally going to buy Skyrim and play it on on Switch because to have something like that in a portable mode, dude, no, I can't wait to go get lost in that world again. I'd be buying, I'd be playing it right now <laughs> if Xenoblade wasn't two weeks away. <laughs> uh. That's the only reason I'm like, nope, there's no way. So. All right, all right. Well, you know, fair enough, fair enough. Portable I, premium, see, though. I, I think especially with with Bethesda, I think we'll see that they're going to get. Especially, I think they'll have a method down to how they port their games. Especially, if they're running on you know whatever if they're Unreal. And I think those games run on. I, I'm not completely positive. I feel like they have a pretty good process of how they streamline those down, and I think you're going to see quicker turnaround on getting things onto Switch. So I think I you might so. not see those delays. Yeah, and you know, I think with the day and date stuff, I think you'll see, you know, good Switch Especially once we, once we see uh, Switch 2.0, you know, mm. you know it's going to happen. We're gonna Switch see Plus? That new, a different, yeah, or something like that. Sure. Switch Plus, probably. The new Switch, Switch Plus XL. XL Galaxy Classic Day 1 X Edition. That's it. Yep. That's it. Oh, I do a quick, 
quick mention too because it it wasn't uh, I don't think the game's really it, besides showing in like a direct for like two seconds. Um, Brawl out is coming in like less than a month, and that's basically mm-hmm. a Smash Brothers clone. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to get this because I'm 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 like hungry for Smash Bros on Switch. So so while you'll be, be doing thing. that, I'll be doing Worms WMD because that's dropping next week on Switch, and that is a game that uh, my son and I just had way too much fun playing. So if I can give a little kudos to something that's on the way next week, Worms WMD from one of my favorite developers in the business, I continue to say is Team Seventeen. I love their games. <laughs> they make great arcadey, fun indie games. They're, all their games are fun. Um, they still have the Holy Hand Grenade. Yeah, they do. And it's, yes. I mean, my son and I had so much fun playing on the Xbox and we still do like he, we still play it when I upgraded, uh, he, that was one of the ones I downloaded. He played it right then and there. I can only imagine when I pull, when I download, it, he doesn't have no idea when I download it and I give him that switch and I go, here's that game you love. It's right here. You can carry it with you. He's going to lose. He's going to play it all over again. He's going to put another 40 hours into that game and it'll be cheap, you know, 15, 20 bucks. Uh, if anybody has any idea, it's like this turn-based, uh, physics destruction game. And uh, you get all these different weapons, and your worms can little worm around. And there's some light platforming and whatnot, and it's just uh, it's not, not you know, it's not going to set the world on fire for games or anything like that. But it's fun. It's fun. It's worth the money, and you'll have a lot of enjoyment and uh, value out of your uh, purchase. So I'm really excited. Perfect time. Mm-hmm. Perfect time to be excited. All right, we've got some questions to get to before we can close out the show. So we got to move along and let's hit them up. So starting off with one of our very active followers of the show, Mr. Paul Calico asks what he's got two questions for us. Actually, first off PSVG, PSVG, what are y'all's thoughts about a Mario animated films? I purposely didn't announce it in the news because it was uh, revealed that illumination is, uh, was at at the time was close to, you know, I think landing the rights to, or what was it? Multiple films animated in the, the Mario universe. And I, I haven't, um, personally followed the story since then, but I think it, you know, is all but confirmed. Um, well, let's face it. What did the nineties teach us? <laughs> An animated Mario is the way to go. I mean, Bob Hoskins, Bob Hoskins or, or Lou, Lou Albaga. And then not quite the Mario. We there may be, there may be the Mario we deserve, but not quite the Mario we want, you know? So every time any of this ever comes up, all of you nineties kids go right back to that immediate, like headline, you just take the easy bait. Uh, yeah, I got. To. I was so excited for that, Donnie, and then I, after I saw it, I was like, I don't know what this was. <laughs> now, if I go back and watch it, but then you know, you've actually researched that movie and read what happened, you're like, okay, no wonder it was a steaming pile of garbage. I mean, yeah, the Illumination team is the folks that did the Despicable Me, and they they do all like the Minion stuff and whatnot. So, uh, it's a good. Company. I love Despicable Me. I love those, those films. I love. I haven't like, watched Secret Life of Pets. My kids have, and Life they love it. Um, we so. did like Life of Pets, and it is really good. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I think it's good. I think I, mean, they I don't get, think it's. I think great. they get some hate because of Minions and some other stuff they've done. That's but, sad. The Minions are, yeah. you know, like they're 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 known. They're a marketable cash grab. Exactly. There I you mean, go. It like is. it's so, it's not I mean, like that's a failure. Like they're no. somewhat successful. Um, I mean, animated is the way to go. I feel like with the whole Mario animation, like Nintendo basically has the formula down right now. Like. The Mario animation stuff that we've seen in like cutscenes and whatnot for Mario's have been similar over like the past yeah. decade, so I don't think it'll really go far from there. And I think they'll do like some lighthearted mm-hmm. jokes and it'll be kid friendly yep. and it it won't be uh, an amazing movie, but it'll totally be worth watching, yeah. especially if you've got children. And uh, I know my kids will be excited for it. So yeah, I'm down. I think what uh, Mario and Rabbits has taught us too is that Mario can that Nintendo can lend out their properties mm-hmm. to another party and still have creative control or have influence for how that is handled and treated, and it can be done successfully. So I think that is like a kind of a I'll say a proof of concept, a proof of good faith that I think it's gonna. I don't think we have too much to worry about. And Kimishima so. all but confirmed when he took the the role that they were totally going to pimp Mario out. Like they were like, "Yeah, we got to use our IP to make more money." So, I mean, that's just a part of it. I think it'll be fine. I don't think it'll be like. I honestly, I think it'll be real generic. I really do. Like when I think about it, I'm like, it'll be a cookie cutter, you know, hero tale with like Bowser, but they're all friends. Like it'll be, you know, it'll be kind of a streamlined, you know, Odyssey thing, and it'll be okay. Might be better than Justice League. 
<laughs> I think I think I can fart out a movie better than Justice League. That's just my two cents on it. And so. I don't. I will never. I probably won't ever see Justice League. Uh, Paul had a second question. Do y'all think Nintendo will make a Star Fox for the Switch? Mm, I love that question. God, I don't. I hope so, but I don't think we're going to see it anytime soon. I don't know because. It so, needs to go. Miyamoto needs to not be directly involved in its development. He needs I don't to think have. Miyamoto's like, the problem. I mean, I get what you're saying. I don't think it's necessarily a problem. I just he don't. Just, yeah. He needs to get away from his motion control thing. But is that yes. just him? Like, is he the one person to blame for that, or is that like the team that wanted to do I'm, it? I'm right? sure he's. I, I don't know because I mean they had. To, I don't see Platinum being like so big on oh we gotta add these motion controls in there because you know i think he had this proof of concept and then he's like oh this is fun this is a fun way to play the game and I we see. gotta you know and it could have been a mandate you know remember remember when Star Fox was shown it was also shown with project guard and project robots yep. and the whole idea behind all three of those projects was what to show off the gamepad right so like yep. when they started that Star Fox project the idea was to make use of the gamepad so i don't necessarily think it's against him for doing that they may have been his mandate Hey, his mandate may have been go make a game around the gamepad, and he may have just picked Star Fox. I will say, to, 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 I'm not even trying to defend him. I just want to say that like motion controls in Star Fox 3D wasn't a problem. I don't think it's necessarily no, it's the motion controls. I think it's the game. The game yeah. sucked. Well, Star Fox Zero didn't suck game just because of the motion controls. I thought those motion controls were bad, though. I think you know, maybe I think I didn't like having to do motion controls with that gamepad. It's so okay. big and cumbersome. I think motion controls, like maybe with the pro controller, sure. that'd be all right. But I, I want I want a functional game without the motion controls. I want to be able to play Star Fox like Classy Fox. I agree. I enjoyed the motion controls for the flying. It was when you got out of the ship that I didn't like it. When you got into the walker and the little drone, and then like the whole drone part yeah. was just boring. Uh, That's what killed the it. Worst, uh, if no, it was the worst. The worst mission was when you're in that gyrocopter thing. If uh, it was just Star Fox 64 with the motion controls, the game would have been fine. Right, like so. If you just flew around and shot stuff, yeah. I would have totally been fine. It would have been great. Um, it was you know, the, the worst part things. was they 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 released that animated short leading up to the game. They got me so <laughs> you were so hyped and pumped. I was like, "This is yes, Fox McCloud is back!" And then I'm like, I like for what the first two weeks, I'm like, "It's okay, guys. It's not that bad. It's a good game. It's a good game." And you're like, "Jason, it's crap." I'm like, "No, it's all right. I just got to keep playing it." So here's the thing. <sighs> Considering thinking that we'll get some sort of upgrade system along the way, the Switch's lifespan is probably seven to eight years tops in, like, today's tech climate. And that's, like, with an upgrade. So we're in year Mm -hmm. one of, like, let's just say we're in year one of eight. Do they make a Star Fox game between now and then? Sure. Because they don't have enough IP not to, really. Like, they'll find something. Now, I think they'll prolong it. I don't think it's coming anytime soon. What I think you'll have happen soon is GameCube support. We're going to get Star Fox Adventures and stuff like that. That's going to come to Switch. You're going to play some of that. And if that sells well, maybe they'll start thinking about it. But I don't think it will. And then at some point, they'll put Star Fox 64 back on it, right? And maybe they bring a port of Star Fox Zero. I don't think they will. But maybe they take something like that and they go, let's let's redo it with controls and see if people like that. Um, but, it, yeah, if, if, the, if the Switch is something that we expect it to be, yeah, they have to between now and you know eight yeah. years from now. They've, they they'll have to put something out with Star yeah. Fox on it. Maybe it's a smaller I mean, game. Maybe it's you know maybe it's more of like an indie approach or something. Maybe it's yeah. like a a Star Fox Captain Toad spinoff type of thing. I mean, there, it's it's random inclusion in the the Super NES Classic. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of somewhat encouraging. I, I don't know. I don't know if you could handle... I don't know if they if we'd want to see a remake of the original game or Again. other things like that, you know, or something like that. But I, I think I, I think it would be best for them to go small, um, budget, like a budget release, a budget title, go small and put it back on rails and just do what Star Fox yeah. did well. You know, like, go back to basics. Go trying to do something yeah. crazy with Star Fox. Go put it back give on rails. Multi- people give me a stuff. multiplayer co-op campaign where other players get to be my wingmen. That's what I've been wanting forever. Yep. Something like that would be oh. good. And let me do a barrel roll. Oh, uh, moving on. Uh, Trash Turkey. For better or worse, Nintendo always seems to have a unique spin on everything. Can you think of anything quirky they could do with the VC, the voice chat? Maybe in-game text chat or emojis? 
Thanks for a great show, guys. Ooh, when you said VC and voice jet, I read that as virtual console. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, (laughs) wow. I thought it would be, maybe. Hmm. You might be right. I I mean, text chat emojis make sense. And I'd imagine, I don't think they'll do text chat. I I think it's way beyond what they're capable of. Um, Thanks for the compliment, first of all. We appreciate appreciate your listening. Definitely. Um, Um, Hmm. emojis like especially if they keep sticking it to your phone sure you know they can throw emojis in like a text box and something like that maybe um if you talk about virtual console or something like that in terms of online multiplayer i think that was something we've heard um yeah i don't know i mean yeah they they tend to always do their own thing but you know what so far with the switch we haven't seen a whole lot of that there's not a whole lot of nintendo flavored things going on right now except for that weird app that nobody's using right now yeah i mean i would i i don't I'm not hopeful that they do anything because I just want them to deliver on something functional, you know, and I hope that with the paid service, we, we see some improvements there and I would like to, you know, they've made, they obviously made the quality of life improvements on the mobile app to actually make it, you know, functional and usable by the audience. But I really give us a reason to use it. Yeah. And I really wish it was, I really wish voice chat was just on the hardware. Sure. I think everybody does. Yeah. It's just, mm. Uh, there's probably a lot more we definitely go on that, but the lack of time, we will have to we'll have to move on. So uh, we're hopeful, but I think first of all, we just need to see Nintendo deliver on a product first before we can actually hope for them to you know build onto it and things of that nature. Uh, Seth, you all know Seth, Mister mm-hmm. uh, Early Morning Gamer himself. Nintendo always shows something at the Game Awards. What do they show this year? Zelda DLC. Xenoblade DLC, something related to Metroid Prime, or something brand new. Zelda DLC. I mean that that really hits the the nail on the head. They haven't shown it at all, right? Mm-hmm. We thought they'd have their own direct. What a better place to do it than put it right yeah, on the Game Awards? They did the big Game Awards reveal of Zelda in the first place, especially so. if they give Zelda Game of the Year. If they go up there and their big moment is Nintendo has the game of the year and it's on Switch, the hottest selling thing, and what a better way to cap all that off. Here's the new DLC that's coming to the best game of the year on the best console of the year. Like That that really is a coronation kind of, of a, a year one for Switch. That's the best way to make an entrance. Yeah. They're not going to show Metroid Prime at the Game Awards. No, I don't <laughs> think Metroid's ne- nearly far enough along to have anything. Xenoblade DLC I'm pretty sure is not even in development yet. <laughs> Um, some of the things I was thinking about in the past, what they've shown it, uh, uh, so they've done Zelda, like they did the Zelda thing. They had Koji Kondo come do the piano with Imagine Dragons. Um, they showed Mario Maker. Now they showed Mario Maker E3, but they didn't show the palette swaps. So again, like that DLC, that kind of enhanced improvement, you know, not a new premiere, but new stuff. And then what was the other one that they showed? Oh, they unveiled Donkey Kong at the Game Awards. Donkey Kong, Tropical Freeze. That's mm. where that dropped, and it was spoiled, so nobody cared when it happened. But um, I could see that, right? So, like, we know Yoshi and Kirby's coming. Um, we don't know what else is coming. Let's say Donkey Kong is planned for this year. They could totally show Donkey Kong. Like, they could kind of go that Wii U route, you know, where here's your Yoshi, Kirby, and Donkey Kong, and, you know, Metroid and Pokemon's coming down the road, that type of thing. Um, but I think I think Zelda DLC, like a trailer, you know, with maybe like a little story snippet or something, one or two minutes with some music and whatnot. I think that's probably the easiest. That's a low hanging fruit. Yeah, there. I, I think I, I agree. The uh, my my ultimate far off wish is all of a sudden fade to black, and then you hit the um, also we hear a, a new challenger enters, and then Ooh. boom, you get that that Smash logo with the fire, and then you'd have like an orchestra playing the Smash Bros. So Jeff Keighley did tweet da, to expect da, the unexpected ba, ba, at the Game Awards. Da, da, ba, 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 ba. And yeah. as I said on last week's Nintendo Shack or on PSVG, that if Bando Namkai is working on exclusive games, I think Switch is one. I think Smash is one of them. And if they're porting, yeah. if they're porting Smash, it can't come in November. It can't. If they're porting Smash, got to come sooner than June, right? So yeah, I mean that that's I was good screaming, guess. I was screaming into my headset when everyone's like, "No, Donnie, you're wrong." You're Thank wrong, you. Donnie. I'm sitting there. I'm like, that. I'm telling like, you, I like, know no. Bandai Namco. <laughs> <laughs> no. Kevin loves to jump on the no, Donnie, no, no. I got uh, a good track. There you go. <laughs> uh, Zelda DLC, Seth. That is the answer. Kyle, Mister Board with VG, Board with Video Games himself. I am only buying one more Switch game this year. Should I buy Skyrim? Or Xenoblade Chronicles 2. 
I think uh, the consensus in chat, I in uh, Discord today, and I think I'm gonna go with that is uh, go with Skyrim. That's I, I think everyone's vote. I can't. Disagree. I think it's a safer. I think it's a safer bet because unless, I don't, I don't think Xenoblade is quite for everyone. I think Skyrim has more has a broader appeal than Xenoblade. Plus, until we get our hands on it, and I think a lot of people have said the same thing, like just the the systems at play and the menus and the UI and the overlays and Xenoblade are just like, <clears throat> it's like, man, I don't even know if I could handle this game. It just looks very complex, very, there's a lot going on there. I can't wait. I'm so excited to play Xenoblade. Uh, to speak to Kyle, I think, so the blanket answer is Skyrim. Skyrim is one of the best and most influential video games of all time. I firmly believe that. It is like a game of the generation contender for last gen. Like, if you're looking at the best video games that came out on the 360 PS3 era, that decade of video gaming, Skyrim is in the top five. I hands down believe that. It is that great of a video game. In Kyle's particular case, he's never played it before. Like, I'm excited to play it for the second time. He's never played it at all. You should totally play that game. Oh, you know, wow. like, yeah, like if you've never played it, absolutely yeah, get Skyrim because it's amazing. Like you, it's it's a, you know, what is it, like a, a a bird in hand is better than two in the bush or something like that. Something like, like that. we know that Skyrim is an amazing video game. So go play the amazing one. Now, just to defend my most anticipated game of the next two weeks. I think Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is right down Kyle's road. Knowing where he's been with Persona and some of the RPGs that he and I have both liked and the action stuff, totally, totally excited for Xenoblade 2. I think it's going to look better um, from all the stuff that we've seen with the art and how well it's been improved. I think there'll be more game there. Um, And I think, I, I mean, I'm particularly... I've always found, while you're right, the, like, the menus and systems and stuff in Xenoblade can be a bit much, so can like the guilds and the constellations and everything that's like in Skyrim and all the stuff that you can join and all. That can be a bit much, too, and hard to handle. So like in both cases, the game have you know like their real deep dives. In Xenoblade, though, I think I just find a lot more fun like going and, and taking down like these gigantic monsters, and I don't really have that repetitive loop in Skyrim. Skyrim is more about, like, finding the dragons and talking to the villagers doing all the quests whereas Xenoblade it doesn't have all that you know like here's your story quest here's that giant T-Rex go kill that thing like I, I have more fun with kind of that mindless part of the game that I enjoy a lot yeah I think I would do I I only I had it on 360 and I only put it about 10 hours into it and I just got I never I just put it down mm, and I traded you're primed it. to redo it too yeah well here, the thing is the, the load times were with a killer I should have yeah. got it on P, I should have got it on PC and I had it on 360, and it was just like, you know. But the enter. portability is going to add so much to you. Yeah. Plus the Yeah, but time. I think I do better. I think Breath of, uh, playing Breath of the Wild really helped me get into open world games a little bit better, which I wasn't, I always suffered at with direction or, you know, prior. So maybe. We'll see. We'll see. And our, our last question is directly at me coming from Kevin Austin. When the hell... Is Jason going to listen to me and finally play Thimbleweed Park? I mean, they already have his money. It's true. They already do have my money. I already paid for You already game. bought the game and you haven't I've played it? I already bought the game. I haven't played it yet because I got it. I got it and I finished Golf Story yep. when we did. And then I had like a week before Mario. I was like, well, I'm not going to start playing Thimbleweed because I'm just going to drop it for Mario since that came out. Okay. And I, I've kind of, I haven't played like that much of Mario in the end game. I've kind of kicked that aside. And then now Rocket League came out. I'm like, woo. Rocket League, and I keep forgetting I actually have the Bluey Park, actually. So, first of all, Kevin... It's just getting for, buried to the right on the menu yeah. screen. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I think I have, like... I, I counted the other day. I think I have, like... I have, some, I have like, over 15 games on the Switch, and it's just, like... Mm-hmm. First of all, that just blows my mind, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's buried down there, and I forget about it. So, um... Maybe after I finish streaming Dead Space, Kevin, because that's where I have to put my extra gaming time, is been to focus on streaming that. So, when that is done... Then I'll jump back. I'm interested to see somebody else play that game because right now we're all going off Kevin's recommendation. According to Kevin, it's the greatest game ever made. Like it's like I mean, Kevin Jazz Jazz Punk is the greatest game of all time. (laughs) So I'm excited to see get more. We need more stats on this game. We need more more collective, bigger sample size. I'll bite the bullet for the team. Okay. If if you think it's also as good, like if you're like Donnie, it's great. Just like Kevin says, then I will get it. 
But I, I looked I at the trailer recently, and I was like, I don't know about that one. I've just recently played an adventure game, so I'm in. I'm back in that mindset. In that mood. Spoiler: I didn't enjoy it. So oh. <laughs> he's gonna get thimbleweed and be like, "This is terrible." Uh, I hope some modern day improvements to have uh, help help uh, cool bump art that style. up. So yeah, very cool art style. Plus, I love I love Ron Gilbert. So um, in Ron, I trust. Ron Gilbert and Tim Schafer are two of my favorite. <laughs> Jace plays a game. Says I haven't played Thimbleweed, but I guarantee it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Jace. <laughs> Absolutely. So unfortunately, it's that time of the night. We have to bring the show. To a close, as always, we thank you for listening to the Nintendo Shack. Please, if you don't already, check out the other shows at from uh, Play Some Video Games. Also, check out the website. We always have not as much written content coming out there, but we still have a lot of things going on. And please check out Discord. There's a link right on the website. Come in, hang out, chat with us. If you think if you're listening to this podcast, go on. You guys are stupid. You don't understand why this is why this is wrong. I have the right opinion. Come into our Discord, chat it up with us, and you can tell it to our our ugly faces, why you are superior and why we are wrong. So with that, you can, you know, if you want to follow me, I'm at JW Lacey on Twitter. I also do a podcast uh, beyond this uh, flex to post. You can check that out as well. Donnie, he is Mr. Play Nintendo. He's all the things he's, he's Mr. PSVG. And as always, you can follow him and the rest of the team. So we encourage you to do that. So on behalf of Donnie, myself, play some video games network. We thank you for listening to this episode of Nintendo shack. And remember, boys and girls, never stop gaming. Good night, Koopalings. This has been a production of the Place of Video Games Podcast Network.